Glory. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Once you serve Christ in you and not Jezebel outside you, once you bring your heart and your mind as an offering to the third heaven throne in your belly, most of these Christians are so bound to Jezebel that when you tell them to lay hands on their bellies and to bring their souls to the altar to burn, they'll literally start crying because they're so in love with Satan and his angels in external religion. They're so zealous for the house of Jezebel. They're so zealous for the false prophet. Most. Watch. You bring people's souls and people's hearts to the third heaven altar, they will weep and gnash their teeth at you. They'd rather have their legs amputated than to bring actual sacrifice to the Revelation 8-3 gold throne or gold altar of God the Father. Because they're that faithful to Satan and his angels. That's the external religious bondage we're dealing with right now in the USA. You've never seen sorcery like it. Most of you are so filled with it, you can barely even hear this word. But it's the truth anyhow. Psalm 57.1 To the pure and shining one, King David's golden song of instruction composed when he hid from Saul in a cave. To the true, to, to the tune of do not destroy. Please God, show me mercy. Open your grace fountain for me. For you are my soul's true shelter. I will hide beneath the shadow of your embrace, under the wings of your cherubim, until this terrible trouble is past. Oftentimes you'll have to cover your face. Your face is the front of your soul, called your countenance. And you cover your face like the cherubim. The Bible says the cherubim cover their faces with their wings. Why do the cherubim? Because they want the concentration of the glory to go from white to lavender. They're so in love with God that they want more of God to be concentrated within their own soul. I mean, that, talk about a sacrifice. A living sac- A cherubim is a living sacrifice. The third heaven is the living sacrifice where you bring your earth dimension and your heavenly dimension. Your soul is a heavenly dimension, but it's stuck in the second heaven stars that fell. That's why the carnal mind is the, called the beast of the bottomless pit in Revelation, the the unrenewed brain that's not sacrificed at the altar of Jerusalem at the place of the skull and crucified with Christ is the beast of the bottomless pit in the 666 of the forehead. And it counts for absolutely nothing. It's garbage. It's bottomless pit blasphemy coming out of it continuously. Not a single good thing can come out of the carnal mind. The human brain is the blasphemy of religion and the blasphemy of rebellion. It's, it's a continuous pit. It's a bottomless pit. The only thing you can do with the human soul is offer it as a burnt offering to God the Father's soul called the mind of Christ. And the seven spirits of God is the mind of Christ. The river of life is the mind of Christ. Noah's ark and the rainbow, the seven colors of the rainbow of Noah's ark and the ark of the glory, the third heaven, is the mind of Christ. And it burns up the animal sacrifice of our souls so that we don't have 666 written on our forehead, which is the idolatry of the natural realm. Religion is idolatry. Religion of externalism is idolatry. And so you can really tell when you start bringing the third heaven altar how much idolatry is in these people's hearts. 
Just show them these words. Put this on everyone you know's wall. Share this broadcast with everyone you know and test them to see how much second heaven sorcery is actually inside their spirit and inside their soul. How bad they manifest. Because we've been serving the second heaven stars instead of the morning star. We've been serving Satan and his angels instead of Jesus Christ. Christ is only in you. Most of these people are so addicted to the fallen angels that they have to be drunk on the blood of the saints. If I don't raise my hands and I don't have my zeal, and if, I, if you don't let me practice strange fire and religion, I will bite your head off. And that's what they do every single day. They Literally, I watch them. They'll scream, they'll hiss, they'll shudder, they'll weep, they'll cry, they'll mourn, they'll lament like Judas Iscariot, and there's no repentance found them because there's no salvation in the carnal mind. Zero. None. Zilch. Nada. Zero salvation for the flesh. No. All you can do with the flesh and blood, which is your heart, your bloodlines, and your brain, your animal soul, is bring it to the altar and burn it as a burnt offering, a living sacrifice. And if you don't, you're a blasphemer and a servant of Jezebel 100% of the time. That's why you have so many people serving the fallen angels. That's why you have so much external religion right now. That's the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. That's the work of the principality of Jezebel. Why these people would rather have their legs amputated than, actual bring, than actually bring the sacrifice of their bloodline and their soul to God the Father's fire. They hate the fire of God. They squirm like worms rejecting metamorphosis. The worm is the brain. Clearly written in the Bible. The worm is the brain and the fire of God on the altar is what metamorphosizes it into the mind of Christ. But it's never about your flesh. It's not like, well, no, I got a touch from heaven. No, I'm a good brain. You're a lying demon. You're probably seven times worse. You're actually probably getting puffed up in pride. Every day we die. I die daily. Just say it out loud. I die daily. I pick up my cross and follow Him. Amen. I no longer lived in my flesh and blood nature. That's called being a warlock. That's being a witch. That's being a sorcerer in Babylon. Religion is sorcery. Flesh and blood Christianity is sorcery. If you are practicing external Christianity, you are currently right now a warlock. You are a warlock of hell. If you are practicing external Jesus, worshiping an external Jesus, saying, come external Jesus, you're inviting the fallen angels into your soul. You are. How do you know? Test them with third heaven ministry. Show them this video. Watch them weep and gnash their teeth. Oh, is it only you, Brandon? Well, we're definitely pioneering it. We're definitely pioneering it. Hallelujah. It's not only me. There's a couple others in the whole planet, but we're definitely pioneering it. Hallelujah. The Ark of the Covenant was buried for 500 years in Jerusalem, and they couldn't find the Ark. How many of you know that's a type and a shadow of people not finding Christ? Jeremiah, in about 550 B.C., buried the Old Covenant Ark under Golgotha Skull Hill in Jerusalem hiding it from the Babylonians. Amen? Jesus Christ buried the entire kingdom of heaven inside your belly, hiding it from the stars of Babylon. Jeremiah's type and shadow of hiding the Old Covenant Ark 
is fulfilled in Jesus Christ hiding himself inside our hearts. Most people practice Judas Iscariot religion. You know why Judas Iscariot was the son of perdition? Because he always judged externally. They say, oh, well, I look at you, you have nice clothes, you must be rich. We live in a condemned crack house. And they never donate, and they're envious of us, and they're jealous of us. Jealous of what? That we have the glory of God and live in hell on earth? Oh my God. These people are like Judas Iscariot. They judge externally, and they never see the heart. Judas always judged Christ unrighteously. Judas is the son of perdition of every religious, lying, reptile, demon from hell that judges a book by the cover and doesn't see the working of the Spirit on the inside. He's the son of hell, the son of Satan. And most of you still have the seed of the Pharisees and some of that Judas in you. How do you get it out? You bring your heart and your soul to the gold altar in your belly. Forgive me, Lord for being religious, for murdering Christ. Every day, everything Christ did was offensive to everyone in Israel. Because Christ is the freedom of the Father. Christ is the glory of God. And it offends the religious mind. It offends the poverty mindsets and the strongholds of Satan built by demons in your hearts and mind. It offends the flesh. Every single word out of Jesus Christ offended the flesh every single time in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In Revelation, he was done. He said, I'm going to come and destroy you with the sword of my mouth. If you don't repent, I will destroy you with the sword of my mouth. It is written, book of Revelation, last book of the Bible. That's what's going to happen to you you will be destroyed by the sword of his mouth. What's he going to destroy? Satan in your religious heart. Satan in your religious mind. Sickness and disease in your stomach. The power of the red dragon in your bellies. He's going to remove every spot and wrinkle. We're at war against the spots and wrinkles. God's coming back to a wrinkle-free bride that's without spot and wrinkle without religion, without poverty, without rebellion, without flesh and blood, without a blasphemous name on her forehead, without even a spot of a carnal mind, fully sacrificed to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ in her spiritual womb, birthing the river of life and always constantly washed, never practicing sorcery, never submitting to the fallen angels, no external religion, no witchcraft, no Jezebel activity, no false prophet, no beast of the bottomless pit, no blasphemous names on her forehead. Just God the Father, no pride. See, it's the pride, the stronghold of the red dragon. It's the pride of Satan and his angels that you can be something in your soul. You're a special soul. That's not what the Bible says. (laughs) That's the opposite. Your soul is like used tampons. The righteousness of my soul and your soul, Isaiah said, was used tampons. That's how righteous the capabilities of a human soul are. Used tampons. And we think we can be good in our souls if we just 
you know, pretend to be obedient in our brain, are we not witches and warlocks of religion? Are we not the servants of the beast? Are we not the servants of the false prophet and the servants of the red dragon? You bring the animal sacrifice and you burn on the third heaven altar of Christ in your spirit. Jesus died on the cross to live inside your spirit. Religion is the blasphemy that tramples his blood sacrifice underfoot so you live out of the flesh and never realize Christ in your own spirit. That's the blasphemy of Satan and his angels that's in almost every single one of you at the sound of my voice. Bring the animal sacrifice. Get delivered from the beast. Get delivered from the false prophet. Get delivered from the red dragon. How? By fire. Burn us up, Heavenly Father, in the fire of your love. It's the fire of love that burns the animal sacrifice. Oh, but no, I want to hold on to something. I'm scared. You want to hold on to demons? Are you scared of being healed? Are you scared of being successful? Are you so beat up by religion and poverty and by sickness and by disease and by losing? Like the Israelites of old, they were so enslaved in their minds that they were still in Egypt even after they crossed the Red Sea. That's why they died in the wilderness. They could never get the religion out of them that the slave masters beat into them for 400 years. And that's why they died. They couldn't believe that they could be free. It was the mindsets. It was the demons that were in their hearts is what killed them. The serpent nature of Pharaoh had filled their inner man. And they were still building bricks even when they were not in Egypt anymore. How many of us are exactly like that today? Still slaves after we're born again. Slaves to the flesh. We need to be slaves to righteousness. We need to be slaves to the gold altar before His throne. Slaves to the fire of God. Constantly burning our blood and our brain as a burnt offering. Never considering our bloodlines or our souls as anything but utter animal flesh. If you think you're anything but animal flesh, you're a prideful demon. You're a blasphemer. Our righteousness is filthy rags. So many of us still struggle with self-righteousness. That's the red dragon. Self-righteousness is the red dragon. You deal with the red dragon, there's nothing else after that. That's the primal evil. That's the original sin that you are something in the flesh, that you are something apart from the river, apart from the throne of God, and apart from the Lamb. That's original sin. That I am something, my soul is something, apart from the throne of God, apart from the Lamb, and apart from the river. That's why we live separated from Him in our hearts and minds. And we're looking for Him on the outside, because we've been cut off from Him on the inside. Jesus Christ died on the cross to restore your souls to Christ on the inside. All you have to do is bring the daily animal sacrifice. And if you don't, you'll stray from Him because He's only in you. He's only inside your bellies. Out of your belly will flow rivers of fire to consume the animal sacrifice of your blood and your brain to keep you in covenant connection to God the Father's throne and the throne of the Lamb so there's no separation. 
But when you get into religion and rebellion, there's separation. That's when you go into Sodom and Egypt. And that's when you start to get mummified in the sins of Babylon's stars, in the sins of the world, in the false lights of the fallen angels, in the rebellious angels, and in the religious angels that hate Christ and hate you and just want you to be slaves in the cities of Sodom, rebellion, and the cities of Egypt, religion. And to never wake up to Zion in your own spirit that could dissolve them all if you were to ever wake up from the realm of the dead and realize the glory. Realize the new covenant and start seeing the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside your own bellies. That is Satan's worst nightmare. That's why he is so insistent upon bewitching you, lying to you. Because if a Christian gets it, it's a domino effect. The only spiritual warfare in this world is against the Christian race, the Israel of God. The Old Testament, all the enemy did was fight Israel. In the New Covenant, all the enemy does is fight New Covenant Israel, spiritual Israel. Amen? Galatians 6, you are the Israel of God. It is written. Hallelujah. Satan's not involved with anything else. If the Christians wake up, it's game over in the universe. Look at how few can even receive the revelations that could possibly wake them up today. That is the severity of the situation. That's why he called it the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, everyone was serving the fallen angels in the whole world and having a good time. Eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. Having fun in the rebellion of the external stars. And nearly nobody on planet earth served the Father in their spirit, which is called the practicing of righteousness. Almost nobody on planet earth except Noah, a preacher of righteousness, which means he was telling them about God in the spirit. He was telling them how they could walk with God in the spirit. That's what righteousness is. How to be upright in your inner man. Not to practice religion. Son or another, how to practice righteousness, how to be in right standing with God in your eternal spirit man, how to walk with God. He preached it for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. It's been 2,000 years. It's been 2,000 years, guys, of the New Testament, of having these scrolls, 500 years of having Bibles, hundreds of, 100 years of having the Holy Ghost and tongues. 40 years of having miracles, signs, and wonders on public television. 40 years of having signs, miracles, and wonders on public television. The whole world is without excuse. It's true. Now with the internet and the preaching of the sons of God and the unsealing of the seven thunders, the judgments and the seven bowls and the seven trumpets and the removing of all the wickedness of the whore of Babylon from the seven mountains is at hand. Mount Zion is the mountain of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And it will assimilate the seven mountains into Mount Zion, the mountain of the burning anointing oil of the third heaven. But it's not coming from external suns. It's coming from the internal sun of righteousness, Mount Zion, the pebble that rises as the mountain of all mountains in the last days. And everyone will be consumed in unquenchable fire. What does the Borg say? Resistance is futile. You shall be assimilated. 
And everyone that rejects the anointing, the assimilation into Mount Zion, is rejecting God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. People reject the vessels God the Father used. They always have. Hallelujah. Comes with the territory. Like we care. My God. God the Father is so real, burning through us. Expect to be rejected. There is no anointed person in the Bible for 6,000 years that was ever received without constant rejection, constant hatred, constant mocking, constant persecution, constant misunderstanding, throwing them in a pit. They had to live in caves. They lived in holes in the ground. These men were not worthy to live in this world. This world was not worthy of them. It is written. And God has prepared a city for us. He has. And it is the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. The bride of Christ without spot, without wrinkle. By the full revelation of the birthing of the Trinity within thee. That is the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. That is the new Jerusalem. That is the one city that disciples all cities on earth. It's true. And there's only two other cities that oppose us according to the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Sodom and Egypt where our Lord is crucified. Religion and rebellion. Those are the cities of Satan and his angels in the spirit world. Of all demons. At least 200 million demons that we war against every single day until the bride overcomes all her enemies by the birthing of the Son of God from her belly in power. Resurrection power. Raised from the dead spiritually and morally while in the body of Christ. On earth as it is in heaven. Not taken up to heaven and just leaving the world. Taken up internally in her inner man into heaven and getting her mind renewed to the abilities of the throne of God and the Lamb on earth. To rule and reign this earth with iron scepter and shepherd staff and crown of glory for a thousand years over the heavenly sphere. That's what the Bible teaches, and that's where we're going, and it's getting accelerated, and the judgment seat of Christ is rising to judge all the external blasphemous enemies of even this company first, and those that are close from entering into this level of righteousness. These doors will open wide up, and they're not external doors, they're internal doors. It's internal awakening to the full power of righteousness of God the Father working through your bodies in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sow into Red Letter Ministries. As you sow, you shall reap. And the measure you sow is the measure you'll reap. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.